Cricket Life Stories with me, Neil Kagram. Today we're joined by Adam Live. Adam, how's things going? Yeah, it's going really well, thank you. Obviously, the season's um, just finished. Um, shortened season, obviously, with obviously what's going on with the pandemic, but um, it was great to get out there and play some cricket. And Unfortunately, we didn't quite get to the, the four-day final and uh, didn't qualify for the for the last quarterfinals. But um, on the whole, it was a pretty pretty good season for myself. And unfortunately, um, we didn't quite get to the four-day stuff, but the four-day stuff was brilliant for the club. Obviously, we got to the top of the the, the north group, if you like, and um, we played some good cricket. So that was a, that was a very very good uh, good thing for us. Um, but the blast was the blast was a bit disappointing. We, we 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 didn't really play our best cricket at all, really, and we were in a decent place with four games to go. Then, unfortunately, four of our lads um, we, we missed out. So um, that was unfortunate. But uh, thankfully, they're all safe and well. And um, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't quite get through to the quarterfinals. But uh, on to next year, really. So yeah, so you were born in Whitby. Yorkshire. So, when did you first get into the sport? What what first attracted you to it? Yeah, obviously coming from Yorkshire, obviously cricket's absolutely massive. Um, and um, I, I just basically followed my my dad and my grandparents around as as a kid. Um, my dad's obviously played for the local team with my granddad and my own, uh, my uncle as well. So we would just go and follow. My dad obviously was, was captain for a number of years of the local side, Whitby. I'd go down. I'd go out to the toss with him as a like five, six year old, and I'd just play on the on the boundary on the boundary edge with my mum. She'd be throwing balls all day. I'd be fielding, catching, hitting balls, uh, literally all day. So I got into it through through my parents and grandparents, really, and um, then managed to play for the local junior side on a Sunday night. Um, along with them moving my club cricket to, to Scarborough, which uh, was, was massive for me. Um, obviously, you know, Scarborough's the outground for, for Yorkshire and the facilities there are fantastic. So it kind of went on from there, really. So you also had trials for Man City. How did that go for you? What position did you play? And do you think it's important yeah. any, for any tips for youngsters to kind of play different sports, try different things out? I was actually going to go on to like, my first love as as a kid was sport was football. Huge Arsenal fan um, and loved football. And my, my brother Ashley uh, played professional for, for Leicester. So, um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I had trials at Man City. I think I was age 15. And I did two separate six-week trials um, at ages 15 and 16 and sat down uh, in the office um, at their old training ground and they said they wanted to sign me, but I had to move to Manchester. And me being a pretty much of a, as a homeboy, um, I kind of said, no, I don't want um, to leave my mum and dad and then move to Manchester on my own at such a young age. So... That's kind of how it really, really went. And um, I love watching football. Miss, miss playing now, but obviously I'm a professional cricketer and can't really play both sports. And uh, I'm not sure <laughs> Yorkshire would be too happy if I got injured. Well, what position did you play? I played midfield. 
Uh, anywhere really in the midfield, in the centre, really. I, I, I could play a bit more advanced or I could play a defensive role, but my best position, I would say, would have been def- defensively. And do you think, as I said, do you think it's important for youngsters growing up to try different things out, seeing what's, you know, just kind of honing their skills in different different, different, different areas? Absolutely, yeah. Um, try every single sport you, that, 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 that you can. And um, I've, I've been quite lucky that my, my parents are very, very sporty. Well, my, sorry, my, my dad's very, very sporty, but he plays golf, cricket, football. So I play all them sports. Um, obviously, don't play as, as much football now. We warm ups and stuff like that with cricket. We play a bit of football now and again, and absolutely love it. And all the lads love it as well. So, but now I play as much golf as I can uh, during the winter and in the season. If I get days off, um, it helps me relax during the season to play different sports. And I love, love getting out there in the fresh air playing golf. So, um, I'd, I'd definitely say to to all kids out there, um, try as many sports as you can. And when did you first get into the Yorkshire system, the setup, the youth setup? I think I was 11 years old. Um, went to trials. Um, I remember uh, turning up and Adil Rashid um, was, thankfully, he didn't have to bowl at me because I'm not sure how the, how the trial would have gone um, if it had been bowling at me because he was, obviously, he's, he's unbelievable now, but he was, he was the best thing I've ever seen at a young age through the age groups. Um, so yeah, thankfully I dodged a bullet there uh, with uh, not facing not facing Rash. So, um, but yeah, um, under 11s, and I went right the way through uh, 11s, uh, 12s, 13s, 14s, captain the 15s and, and the 17s as well. Um, I guess I got picked up. Um, I think I got picked up by one of the one of the Yorkshire uh, um, coaches when my school um, Airy Hill went. You know, I think it was year five. Went to to play some outfield, and one of the coaches um, said, "Oh, I quite like the look of this lad." And I quite kept on. I think I thought it was quite funny, kept on hitting the ball into the into the tent where they were having food. And drinks. I kept hitting the ball into the tent. Um, quite mischievous of me, but um, yeah, I, I thought it was quite funny, and they they picked me up from that really. So um, it went went on from there. So were you always an opening batsman? Um, under under elevens, I opened the bowling actually. Little, little wow. seamers. Um, then thirteens, I I batted number three. So pretty much from about age of age of 13 really I was i have never really a bowler but um, yeah I'd say age of 13 onwards I've always batted in the top three and then you were involved in various um, youth England squads um, what other players uh, were, were, were with you and how was that as an experience at that age oh it's fantastic yeah to, 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 any, to any time to represent your country and, uh, is it's just an honour, really. And on the under nineteen team, I've been lucky to play uh, for two two separate teams, really. And uh, Moen Ali was was there, Stephen Finn, Adil Rashid, um, Chris Walks, uh, Liam Dawson, Tom Wesley, um, Alex Wakeley, Billy Gudelman. 
so so many so many players and, and who are still playing and, and have gone on to play for England as well, which is which is absolutely fantastic. Um trying to think who else was in, in, in that in that team in the, in those teams. Um Stephen Mullaney, um I think I think I'm missing another 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 big player here really. Um Rory Hamilton Brown, he was in he was in there. Must have given uh, you confidence Stuart, Stuart as a youngster Mason. being in a must have given you confidence as a youngster uh being amongst that group as well. Was that important in your development? Uh, yeah, obviously. Um I've known those guys and played against those guys for ages and for years and yeah to, to to play alongside them and even even obviously when I made my international debut there was still a couple of those guys around it was just it just made it even easier to to be in, uh, integrated into, into the group really so um, but yeah look it was great to play for England England 19s uh, with, with those players really and so many of those have had a fantastic career and they're still playing and still playing for England. So they've done they've done fantastically well. It would be fair to say your main breakthrough year came in 2010. You know, you nearly got thousand championship runs before before May. Um, what what do you think clicked for you that at the beginning of that season? Yeah, I'd say that's definitely my breakthrough season was 2010. Um, I think really the the most the the thing really what would give me a lot a lot of confidence was the the, the captain and at the time was Andrew Gale. Uh, I wasn't really playing a heap a lot of cricket in the first team, and he just he said to me in in Barbados when we were on pre season tour, "Can you come to the bar? We could have a chat." So I was thinking, oh, like, am I in trouble or something? I didn't. So he just sat me down and just said, uh, "Look, you're too good to be in the second team," and um, we feel like you can do a, fan, a good job opening the batting. Will it? Will, will you do it? And I was like, well, I wouldn't say I'm a in county cricket. I'm a total natural opener. Is only a chance I can bat three, four? And he said, well, the only slot is at the minute is to open the batting. And I said, I'll do it, hundred percent. I'll do it. And he just said, look, I don't care if you get six knots in a row you're going to be playing every game this season. And that gave me a lot of confidence, um, knowing that if I didn't perform, I was still going to play. I was going to be playing 16 championship games that year, whether I got no runs or I got 100. So I think that gave me a massive confidence boost, knowing that is backing me, the club's backing me, and I'm going to get chances. So... I think it paid off really, and um, I don't think the, the first two innings it didn't go so well. But after the first two innings, I think I got ninety or seventy, and then it, I never really failed really for about six or seven games in a row really. And like you say, I think it was against Lanks the game before end of end of May. I think it was. I think I needed about eighty-two something or seventy-two something like that to to get a thousand runs by the end of May. And, only done it, only been done a few times, and unfortunately didn't, didn't quite get there. But yeah, I had a fantastic year that year. Um, so talk about you possibly um, getting an England call up then at the, for the 2010 11 
uh, Ashes series. Did you have any conversations with the national selectors at that time? Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, there was a heap. There was a lot of um, media attention, I guess, around that. Um, remember doing inter- I, I was doing interviews all the time, getting when I was getting close to that to that thousand runs mark before end of, end of May. Um, there was a heap of every single game. I was getting asked um, stuff like around in England and. Um, yeah, it would have been it would have been fantastic. Would I have been ready for that at that stage? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I guess um, if I'd have got a few more hundreds that year, I, it might have come. It might have come, but I think I only got three hundreds that year, and getting fourteen hundred and whatever how many runs I got, um, and I got out a heap a lot in the nineties, which did frustrate me a little bit, but. Uh, end of the day, it was it was a great year for me and one that I look back very fond fond of. So, what are the keys to opening the batting, and any advice, tips you can give uh, to youngsters? Because it is a specialist uh, role in the side that you do play. So, any tips for for young cricketers you can give? Yeah, um, it is such, it is such a specialist um, position, but I think you're going to try and play to your strengths. Um, you see so many so many people talking about, oh, you've got to leave the ball well, and you do 100% have to leave the ball well, and you're going to be patient. You have to be uh, in the longer format of the game. You have to be to, to be successful. But you have to also play to your strengths. Uh, the minute you start going away from your strengths, that's where you get into trouble. And I've been guilty of that in the past. Um, like I'm sure everybody has, when you go through little bit of dips of form, you start doubting yourself and sure I should play different. Stick to your strengths and, and, and back your game plan. Um, and then really enjoy the challenge because it's it's very, very tough opening the batting. You've got probably the best bowlers bowling at you um, with generally three, four slips all the time. And it is tough, but you're going to enjoy the, enjoy the challenge and stick your chest out and uh, and, and really embrace that and, and like I said before stick to your strengths and play and play your way is probably the biggest key act and, and tip to um, anyone really How important is that bond with uh, your opening partner and is that is that a special relationship that perhaps um, you know those down the order don't actually have don't share because you're going up to bat together you know as you said embracing the challenge together the new ball a word on that maybe? Yeah obviously I've, I mean I've at Yorkshire, I've had, I've had some, um, I've had quite a few partners and uh, some, and some, some, some very, very successful ones as well. Um, Alex Lee's in, in 2014. We, I think we averaged about 80 that year. Um, we got on, got on well on off, on off the field. Um, and he was, he was a bit taller than me, and obviously me a bit, me being quite shorter. That it, it really that the the the, um, the bowlers didn't really know how to to bowl if we got off strike and the, the lengths were di- so different to, to bowling to me and to, to Alex so that, that really re- worked well uh, going back to 2010 uh, Jack Rudolph um, I opened the ha- a load with Jack Rudolph and we were extremely close on and off the field um, and I guess being a youngster he took me under his wing sort of thing out, out in the middle and there was another experienced player in the team Anthony McGrath who's obviously coach at Essex wasn't for those two experienced guys, 
probably wouldn't have got the amount of runs that I got um, that year. They were absolutely incredible, really, with with the, with the young group and even the senior players, um, the more senior players at the club. They were fantastic role models, um, and the, the guidance they gave to to everyone as as when they were as they were senior players was second to none. So um, that really does help. Um, at the minute, obviously, I'm with Tom Culler Cadmore at Yorkshire. Um, again, he's he's very very aggressive. Um, so yeah, it, when he when he puts them under pressure, it, it does uh, it does free up the the bad balls, I guess, for me as well. So um, yeah, I've had some great partners, and obviously playing playing for England with uh, obviously up in the batting with Alistair, so Alistair Cook. Um, yeah, it was a, that that was just extremely. Um, good to watch him, to watch him go about his business against against the best bowlers in the world, and you can definitely see out obviously why he was so good and so consistent um, for England. And you mentioned that you know every player goes through a you know, slight dip in form. Twenty eleven and beginning of twenty twelve, you're a bit in and out of the sides. Um, was that a difficult period for yourself? Did you start doubting yourself, your game? Um, a word on that on that period in your career? Yeah, I think um, I went away that 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 after 2010 that winter um, to with, with the Lions and obviously when you get a bit of a taste of in, the Lions and England and I think I put too much pressure on myself the, for the the following the following year maybe even two years that I got a bit of taste of playing for the Lions and obviously the next stage after that's playing for England and I think. Not that I was getting um, ahead of myself, but I wanted to do so well to force away to that team. I was just trying too hard and um, probably played a few balls that probably weren't there. Going into a bit of a, I would say, not a bad, a bad run of form, but was getting twenties, thirties, forties. I wasn't cash, wasn't going on and cashing in, and then obviously found myself out the Yorkshire team, which, which was very hard to take. But obviously, at such a young age, you. You, in, in in professional sport, it's never going to go swimmingly. So, you know, keep telling yourself how good you are and, and keep backing yourself and force my way back into the team and finish off strong um, towards the back end of the year. So, Yeah, word on that, that huge 100 you scored at Leicester, the double 100, 248. Um, was it just, you know, talk us through that innings and that, that kind of kicked you back into... Into the into the reckoning as such. Yeah, I guess obviously when when you've been getting sixties and seventies or thirties and forties, and you get out and on on good wickets, you, you, you frustrating. And obviously with me, with myself being out the team, um, I never really wanted to to give that away. And the hunger for runs that day it was a good good pitch as well. Um, and I felt really, I felt good from ball one really, and yeah, I got a, managed to get to a hundred, and then uh, batting with Johnny Bairstow, I think at the time, and I think he's just come out of the England team as well, and he was playing superbly well. We had a big partnership, then managed to get one fifty, and then the close I was getting to to the to two hundred, it was just basically just keep just keep ticking away, and I managed to get my two hundred with one of my closest mates at the, at the club, uh, Stephen Patterson, and then. Unfortunately, Moeen Ashraf got got out, so I didn't go past two fifty. But um, yeah, I was that day. I was I was never gonna 
really give it away and the hunger for runs um that day was 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 immense really and it helps you help that we were playing on a, on a on a very very nice wicket um but yeah no matter what wicket you're playing on to to, to get off you get to 248 I've, I've, played, I've played very very well then any tips and advice you can give for batsmen at through through all levels about you know once you're in cashing in and going big I, I I guess um when when you when you when you when you've gone just think about think back to all those low the low scores that that you've that you've had because um, everyone goes through those periods where if it's in league cricket you might not have you might might have only first five or six balls six seven games but then when you get when you get on top of top of a team or when you face forty balls and you and you're going well, just think of them low scores and think, today's going to be my day. Let's just carry on and hopefully cash in. And that's one one thing now as, as an opening batter, early season, you, you might struggle with obviously April and the forecast and things like that. It might be seeming around in bowler-friendly conditions when it gets to to June, July, when you, you're 60 not out on a, on, a, on a good wicket. Think, right. I've gone through four or five games early season where the bowlers, it was really hard work and they were they had your number. Now it's time to to really, I guess, put your your foot on the throat really and never let them never let never give it away and try and get that 150 200, which obviously goes on to try and win with them big scores, win win your games for for your your club team or or your county or England. And then 2014, another huge year for yourself in terms of you racked up the runs. Um, obviously, Yorkshire win the championship that year as well. Uh, before we get into that moment, um, I read a little story about you actually um, speaking to a, a sports psychologist. Is it Simon Hartley? Um, and you, yeah. and, and I know you mentioned about your love of golf at the top of, of this chat. Um, maybe you can talk a little bit about that story? Yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, I'm not sure if it genuinely worked or not, but um, but uh, yeah. So obviously, I play golf to a decent decent standard. My handicap's six, and I was getting I was getting out in the eight, late eighties and late nineties um, too many times for for my liking and and I guess the club's liking. So they said, "Why don't you go up to Wycridge, which is which we're we're members at." Uh, in Leeds and do some two foot putts. Um, ended up getting 213 in a row or something and missed the 214th, which you shouldn't miss because it was a two foot putt and it was a straight putt. So basically, it was just concentration that um, why I missed it. So, anyway, so I, that, that year I think I got seven championship hundreds. Um, so, um, I haven't been back since to do any putting. So, that's was it all about concentration? Was that the reason for doing the the drills? The um, drills, or what was it? Yeah, what was it guess, behind guess, putting you through that kind of putting process? Yeah, for for, for just one ball at a time, really. Because I get to, I I got out a heap, probably 10, 11, 12 times in in. So I'd be fine up until I get to a point like to late 80s and I'm thinking, right, well, it's 11, 12 runs now. 
rather than just thinking of still batting and just keep keep going, it'd be like thinking of thinking of the hundred rather than just staying in, in the now. So I guess I took I took something from the putting was just one ball at a time really, which um I mean that's pretty much all I, I took from from the putting was just one ball at a time. So if I if I play and missed a ball on, on ninety eight I won't be think I won't be thinking anything other than the next ball was going to come down. So, um, but that 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 year two thousand fourteen that is that is without doubt the best that I've that I've that I've played. Um, I scored big big hundreds. I think I got two two double hundreds that year. Um, could even have been three to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I I played fantastic and not just myself, but that's the best cricket I've I've. I've witnessed um, at Yorkshire in 2014 um, the way we, we we dominated the county cricket that for them two seasons 14 and 15 um, was was second to none really and yeah when we won the championship at, at Notts that's one of the one of the best days of my career without a doubt. Yeah, I was going to say uh, possibly the proudest moment in your career, you know, having gone through the ranks and then bringing the title home. Um, must have meant a lot to you and your family. Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah. Um, look, I think on the, on that day, I, I think there was, if I remember rightly, I think there was nine or ten um, have gone through the the Yorkshire Academy. So, um, and obviously some of my closest mates to to celebrate after after the after the win with a beer and. Sitting in the change room for about five or six hours, just reminiscing and celebrating was, without doubt, one of the one of the best days of my career. And to have my family come down uh, on the train to to have a celebration with drink in the bar with all the rest of the the, the families was just something that I'll, I'll never forget. And it just makes it even better as well. I got I got a hundred as well to set up um, the the win really with. Um, in that game at Notts, it was just um, yeah, it was an incredible year and one that I'll definitely never forget. And if I could, if I could have one moment playing for Yorkshire again, it would be, it would be that. It would definitely be um, that winning catch caught by Rich Pyre at backward point, bowled by uh, Ryan Sidebottom um, at Trent Bridge, without a doubt. And then 2015, England's come calling. You were around the squad, um, I believe, I think, in the West Indies series at the beginning, but didn't make it to the final 11. Then you get your your test uh, debut, the test cap against New Zealand. What did it mean to you, uh, that moment? Uh, I mean, that's just it's, just, it's just unbelievable, really, to dreamed about playing for England, dreamed about playing at Lords, dreamed about getting my cap, but, but to, get, to receive my cap on that morning, by Andrew Strauss, um, with obviously one of my cl- one of my good mates, Mark Wood, as well, making his debut um, at Lords. To play at Lords is, is an unbelievable thing, but to uh, to make my debut is just incredible. Uh, to have my friends and family there at Lords uh, was just super special, and um, yeah, one thing that I'll never ever forget. And unfortunately, didn't go quite quite to plan that that day uh, that week. Um, Personally, but obviously Ben Stokes' knock was incredible, and then a couple of, a week uh, a week later to, uh, to get my hundred at Headley was just unbelievable. So 
um, fantastic. Yeah, you said 100 at, at Headingley, your home ground. Um, obviously, you've been brought, uh, you know, brought up at Headingley, the seaman swinging ball. Any tips um, for playing um, the seaman delivery, the swinging ball? I, well, it's very, very tough, and Headingley is a tough place to bat. Um, but I guess you just play the ball as late as possible, and if it is swinging. Gonna try and try and play the ball late and play it under under your eyes as much as you can, really. And if you get a good ball, there's nothing you can do about it. So, um, but it is tough. And then in terms of your England career, the, the Aussies uh, were in town after that New Zealand series. You perhaps didn't get the runs that that you would have expected. Did you feel that you deserved a longer run in the side? Um, what was your thoughts going through your mind during that period? Yeah, obviously, to play in Ashes is unbelievable, and like to 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 even to even win in Ashes is is incredible. Um, so many so many players have tried, and thankfully I was in that team and in that in that squad, and and, and we won and we won the series. But on a personal note, I it still kind of frustrates me now how I know I'm good enough to play that level, and it really frustrated me how I didn't. I didn't do as well as I know I should have done. Uh, yes, the, yes, the ball really, really well at, at me, and I gave my wicket away probably two or three times too many. Um, yeah, I think I deserved probably another go, but in the day, at the highest level, you generally sometimes you don't quite get um, another chance. And look, if if I don't play again for England, it, I've played seven Test matches and. I'll never forget them seven test matches, and um, I'm just thankfully that I, when I that out of the seven test matches I got a hundred, and um, I played work really well against New Zealand. So I know I can do it. It's just um, obviously Australia they with their bowlers there it was on them them tough wickets uh, as well in the Ashes. Um, it was difficult, and unfortunately I didn't quite get a couple of scores really, which would have. Um, given me the opportunity, but I would would imagine would imagine to go to the UAE, which is uh, where the, the next tour was. And obviously, then wickets out there, obviously a good good pitches. This they'll, they'll take some spin, but I would have backed myself against against um, Pakistan to to do well out there. But unfortunately, I didn't get, quite get get the opportunity to do that. There are people talk about Ashes cricket being uh, the highest, most hostile. Uh, was it hostile? Did you notice the difference being out there? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, um, there was nothing untoward. Obviously, went on, but yeah, there's um, when when teams are on top. If that's us on top of Australia, or Australia on top of top of us. Yeah, without doubt, it's um, it's it's brilliant. It's just brilliant to be a part of. And if if I could. If I could go, if I could, if someone said to me, you, you, "You're going to play again. You're going to play against Australia," I would jump at the chance. It's um, they're the they're the games that you want to want to be involved in, and, and they're the teams you want to play against. So um, it was fantastic to be to be a part of, and yeah, the rivalry was is, was incredible. So um, yeah, it's it's brilliant to be a part of, and something that I'd love to experience again. And then 2017. Um, 
obviously 2015, you know, Yorkshire win the back-to-back championship. But I want to touch on 2017, that huge T20 100 you got for Yorkshire against North Hans. Um, how is that as an innings? And then also just a bit of uh, tips and advice you can give in terms of adapting your game from the longer form to the to the shorter to the shorter form. Is it difficult? Um, does your training have to adapt? Um, a word on that, maybe. Yeah. Look, obviously, now I'm a bit more experienced. I kind of I I can adapt. It doesn't really affect me too much at all. But when I was a bit younger, it was it was it was really difficult um, going from red ball to white ball. Um, training does does it is different. Um, without doubt, it's different. You're gonna you practice your range hitting your your sweeps, reverse sweeps, different shots against spin, ramp shots again on this this sort of thing. Red ball, you generally try and defend your off stump, and at the end of it, you might a few cover drives to feel good and things like that. So training definitely definitely is different. Um, but that that knock was. Um, from pretty much ball one, I've never hit the ball like it in T20 cricket out the middle. 161 off around 70 deliveries. I think it was 73. Um, uh, I mean, it is on record, and I do watch it quite quite a few times on 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 Sky. So, yeah, so I think it was 70, 73 knocks. Um, yeah, it was incredible. Really, the kind of I kind of knew when I got through the power play. That I could, I could go and get a big score here. Um, never in my wildest dreams would I think, would I, would I thought that I could get one sixty one. Um, I knew I could, I knew I could get a hundred, definitely get a hundred in in twenty twenty, but one hundred and sixty one, never in my wildest dreams. Um, but yeah, what a night that was against against not uh, North Ants. And then as we mentioned at the top about. This year, the cricket. This year, um, what does the what does the future hold for Adam Live? Um, a few more years playing for Yorkshire. Do you still have international aspirations? Of course. Um, hopefully, um, carry on playing for for a number of years. Now I've got a couple of years left in my contract in Yorkshire, and hopefully, um, I can play well in well into my thirties. And uh, I still have got I've still got aspirations to play for England and. Um, so hopefully, churn out some some big runs um, for Yorkshire in in in, in red ball cricket um, with, with some hundreds, and you never know what might happen with the te- with the test side and things like that. So, I'd love another another go at international cricket, and in twenty twenty, and obviously you never know with a hundred keeps going some keeps going runs and some quick runs, which is my job at the top of the order to get off to fast starts for Yorkshire and. You never know. Hopefully, that there might be um, a T Twenty call up, and hopefully, keep playing some franchise stuff around the world as well. So, uh, hopefully, uh, the future is bright for me, and hopefully, plenty more years to to, to be playing this wonderful sport. So, Adam, brilliant. Appreciate your time. Great talking through your career, and all the best for the for the years ahead. Thank you very much. The Neil Cagram Cricket Last Stories, Adam Live. Thank you. Thank you.